Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Before we get started with the show, I wanted to talk to you about joinallofus.org. Hispanics are the largest ethnic minorities in the United States of America, up to 18% of the population. However, we are underrepresented in research studies, only 10%. This gap means researchers know less about our health. Hispanics deserve to be represented in studies so we can know more about our health and be as healthy as possible. As our population grows, so should our participation. Create a better future by participating. Just visit join Join allofus.org slash highly relevant. Hi, everyone. My name is Jack Rico, and welcome to episode 152 of the Highly Relevant Podcast, a show about how Latinx pop culture is reshaping mainstream entertainment. On this week's episode, like American reggaeton is more like artists that are from like the States. They have a harder time like crossing over it. To Latin America. That is Cristian Herrera and producer 2 Deep. They're the co-founders of Gasolina Records who join me today to discuss American Reggaeton, a new musical movement by American Latino reggaeton artists who want to break into the Latino market. But how is their new record label going to do this? Their answer? in the next few minutes. But before I talk with the guys, it's time I give you my weekly review of what's happening in Latinx pop culture in a segment I like to call Jacked In. Let's begin with the top movie, TV, and music news of the week. Salma Hayek's movie The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard is number one at the box office. Andy Garcia, Gloria Stefan, Adria Arjona, and Diego Boneta have been cast in the Latino remake of Father and the Bride. Actor Danny Trejo has a new memoir out called My Life of Crime, Redemption, and Hollywood. Anthony Ramos is currently on set filming Transformers with Puerto Rican director Angel Manuel Soto. Actress Gina Torres has joined the cast of the Netflix romantic comedy The Perfect Find starring Gabrielle Union. Pedro Pascal interviews Ewan McGregor for Variety's Actors and Actors, and MTV returns to the Barclays Center for the 2021 VMAs. And in tech and social media news, TikTok star Nathan Apodaca is launching his own alcoholic cranberry drink. Spotify acquires podcast discovery specialists, Pods. Facebook will allow podcasts to integrate into your newsfeed beginning this week. Apple now has hi-fi audio called spatial audio on iPhone 12s. Instagram Reels now has ads. Google Workspace is now free for everybody. And Pakistani-American Lena Khan is now the new FCC chairman. I think by now all of us know that reggaeton is the most popular music genre for Latinos, which is why it's interesting to see how the reggaeton industry isn't very welcoming to US-born reggaetoneros. This is why Cristian Herrera and producer Too Deep have taken their popular Los Angeles Gasolina warehouse parties and spun off a record label to support US-born reggaetoneros who want to succeed with Latin American audiences. 
as I understand it, Live Nation, they decided that in LA, they were going to create a live event series. And this live event series is called Gasolina. This community, this weekly community of event series based around reggaeton in Los Angeles got so popular that you guys decided that you were going to create a record label based on the popularity of this live event series. And you decided to call it Gasolina Records. Is that it? Did I, did I, did I recap this properly or am I missing something here? All right, so Gasolina started off as like a, like a warehouse party. That's Luis, a.k.a. Too Deep, the man behind the music. It started off like, like, like almost three years ago. And it was at the time where like there was really no reggaeton like events. You had to wear like a, like a button up shirt. It was corporate. Yeah, or else you couldn't get into the club, like certain, certain things. It was kind of like a house party. And then there was this, there was a DJ named Dave Nada. And um, he had all these house records, and, but he was playing for a reggaeton crowd. And he was like, damn, what, what am I going to do? Like, I'm going to change up the whole vibe right now. So basically what he did was just slow down the, the song. And it kind of sounded like uh, like a, like reggaeton at the same at the same tempo. So how did you get involved in this? Uh, Live Nation reached out to you? One of our one of our partners, his name is Sal. This is Cristian Herrera, the promoter of Gasolina and the man behind the parties. He's... An, an industry veteran, um, he reached out to Luis and, and he basically, you know, like told us like, Hey, you know, like, let's, let's do this. Let's partner up. Let's do these things. And, and he's the one that kind of like got us more organized, got us doing more, uh, bigger parties, put structure into it. And then through that, then since we were doing these parties in in essentially live nation venues here in los angeles um we figured out a way to kind of package up the party um be able to put like you know a style guide together like this is what it should look like this is what it should sound like these are the types of people that should be playing um and we were able to partner up with live nation and have them be able to have this same party that we're doing in Los Angeles across uh, the country in, in just about every Live Nation venue. Got it. Okay, so Live Nation uh, reaches out to Luis and says, yo, man, let's let's do a couple of parties. Let's blow this up and let's start in L.A. I want you to help me out here. He brings you in, Cristian. You're like, okay, let's create this collective called Gasolina. Um, but let's not let's not just do L.A. Let's conquer America. Let's conquer America. And the way we're going to do that is by just throwing the best parties possible. You know, one thing about Gasolina is, is, is you know, we really pride ourselves in, in just being able to bring a lot of people together. Tons of, of different people from, from different backgrounds. I think 2020 was a tough year. Um, for everybody, but I feel like we were able to stay um, relevant through, you know, live streams and, and here in LA um, where we're based out of, you know, we were able to still kind of like do things like, you know, we would have like dinner parties technically, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, you know, you can go to dinner at an outside venue and sit at the table with your party or, or your friends and things of that sort. We were able to still kind of like do that 
similar style. And like a social so, distancing dinner party. Social distancing dinner party with like a DJ, you know? So we Oh, that's that's cool. It's yeah, like the drive-in movies. Uh, yeah, you yeah. had these big movie theaters uh, outside and everybody could hang out and maybe there was a performance from a guy like, you know, 100 feet away right, doing right. stand-up comedy or doing something, but you're safely in your car and you don't feel in danger in any way. So you were creating, recreating the same thing, but for music and food. Exactly. And, and that's kind of how we were able to... to you know, keep going, keep gathering people, keep, you know, a positive outlook on, on everything that was going on um, and just staying relevant as well. Before we continue our interview with Gasolina Records, Hispanic culture is pop culture. We're leaving our mark everywhere from music to food to fashion. One place where we need to make an impact is scientific research. All of us wants to include our voices in research so we have a better idea of how unique we are genetically and to see if we're prone to other diseases. Did you know individuals of Puerto Rican descent are roughly twice as likely to develop diabetes as someone with South American heritage? Join the revolution by participating in All of Us. Visit joinallofus.org slash highly relevant. Now back to our interview. Okay, so then all of a sudden you notice in the third event that this event, these events are taken off. Sal's looking at this and going, yo, this is great. Christian is going, dude, we packed the house. Luis is going, dude, they love my music. This is great. <laughs> all three of you are exhilarated. And someone says it, y no, no sé quién fue, pero alguien dijo, let's do a record label. Whose idea was it to do Gasolina Records? I think it was just a collective thing, you know, because Luis is is a producer and, and has always been a producer since the beginning. So at the same time, all this is going on. He's making beats. He's like at the same time, he's like giving his beats to these artists and the artists are putting out these songs and, and they're doing well. Sometime during these three, these past three years, um, I was able to... Uh, get a job with this big DJ. His name's Steve Aoki. I help run his Latin label. How did you get that gig, man? It was really like myself and Sal uh, had this friend. His name was Brian. Um, who's been working with Steve for like 15 years. Um, and, and they were like, Hey, like we're going to start a Latin label. So we're at, at that point we were like, Hey, like we should call it Gasolina records. And it was going to be in partnership with, with Steve and, and, uh, his label called Dimma. And then for one thing or for uh, another, you know, it didn't work out, you know, upon, you know, leaving like our meetings, like they, they were just like, hey, would you mind like still working with us on this project? And I was kind of like, I don't want to betray my boy, Sal. Yeah. And, and you know, we really just felt like it would be a good um, learning experience for me to be able to then come and then do this, what we're doing now, which is gasoline records. Yeah, I think the end. Okay. So then you then are still working with uh, Aoki. Sal's like, yo, I want to start doing these gasolina records. Luis, what do you think about the music? Luis is like, yo, that's pretty dope. I can, you know, work on that and make it even pop more. 
So then we get the first single, Aquí. All of a sudden, Mimosas now comes out. And one of the things that in the press release that really intrigued me, and it's the reason I'm talking to you guys today, it's because there was a usage of something called American reggaeton. Reggaeton is inherently Latino. Panama, Puerto Rico. And we know that Puerto Rico isn't really the United States of America. It's really a colonized country. The United States culture, that aesthetic, isn't really American in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico's Boricua, Latino, Indígena, Europeo. I want you to elaborate and describe American reggaeton versus reggaeton. I feel like American reggaeton is more, even not American reggaeton, it's just more just like artists that are from like the States, you know? They have a harder time like crossing over to Latin America. Like if you see like 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 New York, like the Latin Trap, that whole scene when it came out, it did what it did, what it did but then Bad Bunny came and like all those artists, they kind of came and then they kind of faded away. Like the, the artists from New York. So give me sort of like a timeline history of this. There has always been a, a music scene in the United States for what Latin music is now, whether it's reggaeton, trap, uh, Waracha house, like land stuff, right? There's always been a music scene, but for for whatever reason it is, they're not able to cross over into Latin America. United States is not the masses when it comes to uh, Latin music, right? It's Colombia, Argentina, um, Puerto Rico, you know, Republic. Dominican Republic. Like <clears throat> they're the ones that are making the music, but. People from Puerto Rico, like champion Bad Bunny because he's from Puerto Rico. People from from the Dominican Republic champion El Alfa because he's straight from you know he grew up there. And it's a so Amer. What I'm saying is American uh, artists have a harder time breaking in you know Tutti who's Ecuadorian and Colombian. Like it's going to be a lot harder for him to break in a in Colombia. And Ecuadorian because the people there feel like, oh, well, he's not, he wasn't raised here, you know? This idea that when you're a Latino in Colombia, tú eres colombiano, pero cuando tú eres un Latino nacido de padres colombianos en Estados Unidos, tú no eres colombiano, tú eres americano, americano-colombiano, and you're more American than you are Colombian. Right. But what about the dudes that are born here exactly. that don't get the level of love that the people born in their native countries doing their own native music get. So how do we break that? And that's where you guys come in. Exactly. And, and I'm not going to say like, we're not going to say like, Hey, we're the only ones doing this. You know, like, obviously there's like, I feel like the most, the biggest person, there's you know, lot, is, a lot of is, is like Becky G. Fuego. You know, Becky G's from, from Los Angeles. There's been a lot of people. Um, we're not going to sit here and be like, Hey, like we're the pioneers, you know, but we, uh, we feel like with the tools that we have and gasolina party being such a, a prominent party in, in the country, we feel like we have an ability to make an impact on, on that specific kind of uh, topic, wh which is, you know, being 
American Latinos trying to break into the Latino market. How does the reggaeton community that is very Latino feel about what you guys are doing? I think they're pretty good. Like we've gotten like, um, like I've spoken to like Playero, DJ Playero, DJ Blast, like like OGs in the reggaeton game. And they, they kind of see like the vision that like we all want to push. And they, they yeah, they're, they're supportive. So like, I, I feel comfortable like that. Like somebody like of that statue in the reggaeton game, like saying, all right, I salute you. And I see what you guys are doing. Like, that's what, that's what means more to me. You know, what is the future project? Give me the sort of like the, the two, three year plan for Gasolina records. Our, you know, five year vision from now is, is, uh, finding more American Latinos developing developing them helping them um stay true to to the culture to the music and 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 you know i feel like the end game for us is you know having someone like us blow up and and us being able to kids here american latino kids here in the u.s being able to relate to that and be like oh like you know i can do it now here in 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 the us like you know it's very hard it's very hard for for american latinos to 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 be respected in the music and in the land industry why just just because someone at a at a record label at like universal um latino you know they are going to want to sign someone from Puerto Rico that's doing reggaeton versus someone from LA who's doing reggaeton just because for them, it's just like, Oh, this is an easier sell. You know, this is going to be way easier. Not <clears throat> the road is not going to be as bumpy for me. Like this is just going to be like plug and play, you know, let's do this. And what about you, Luis? Yeah. I mean, hopefully just finally like he's saying like, go to like, since we are in these different markets, like in, in the United States, hopefully we find new artists, like help them, take their music to like another level, which is what I kind of pride myself on is more just like artist development. Like, I don't feel like labels really do that anymore or like help artists. By the way, before we leave, how do you feel about the word and the term Latin X? I'm, I'm indifferent about it. Like I, I understand it. Um, but would you use it as a marketing term for your brand? No, of or are you afraid of the backlash? No, of course, of course. No. You'll use it. I, yeah, we, I would use it. Luis, would you use it? Yeah, yeah I, I feel the same way. It's kind of... Okay, you guys know that there's a big backlash on it, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So you guys... See, okay, I love you guys now because you guys are willing to put up the fight, man. Yeah. Thing is, if we leave everything status quo and we don't push back on the things that we believe in... Right. I, I, I don't care, to be quite honest with you. To me, Latino, Latina, Latine, Latinx, whatever. The idea is, is that we're not a monolith. But we should be. We should be all together because in, in strength, there is numbers. Yeah. Together, we can do more. And the fact that you don't want to help me out, you don't want to help me out, even though we speak the same language, we're fighting for the same, same things, which is inequality economically, educationally, culturally. There's all types of inequalities. Together, we're stronger. Together, we're an army. Together, we can change things. And so Latinx, if that means togetherness and unification, I got no problem with that.
And before we wrap up here, three land tracks you might want to add to your playlist this weekend. Deja Bomba Estéreo. High Season, Poolside y Buscabulla. Que te jodan, nebulosa. That's it for episode 152 of the Highly Relevant Podcast. I'd like to thank Cristian Herrera and Too Deep for coming on the show. And if you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review if you feel value in what we do. Also, we have a new podcast about race and pop culture called Brown and Black with Mike Sargent and me. It's available on all podcast platforms. I'm Jack Rico. See you next week on another episode of Highly Relevant. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.